Welcome back to Rocky Minute, the daily podcast where we look around in amazement at Rocky 2, one brick expert. <laughs> and you wrote it. Where we look around in amazement at Rocky 2, one brick expert minute at a time. <laughs> I'm Doug. I'm Jay. Son. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Jay. <I'm> bewildered. <laughs> And Rob, Rob's with us again. Rob, welcome. Yeah, hey, thanks a lot. Thanks for having me on, guys, for this full week. Most people don't take that risk. Not only was it wasn't it a risk, <laughs> it was probably our undoing. But <laughs> you know, <laughs> no, I kid, I kid. Rob, Rob is, uh, Rob's good. An acquired taste. Rob has his theories, and if you listen to uh, Titanic board, Minute. Yeah, if you listen to Titanic Minute, you'll you'll get accustomed to Rob's theories, and it's bizarre, but it's all in good fun. Rob's a great dude, so if you last through this week, please stick with us. <laughs> but when when Rob first brought up that Adrian's dead, <laughs> I gotta admit, in the beginning, I was like, "What the fuck? What is gonna happen for the next four hours?" Like this guy thinks she's dead. She's obviously she's in the movie. She's not dead. And now I'm watching, I'm like, holy shit, Adrian's dead. <laughs> like, fucking six cents all over. <laughs> or Weekend of Bernie's, whatever angle you want yeah. to take. <laughs> no, I'm going with the angle. She's not dead. Like, it's not Weekend of Bernie's. Like, she's not dead. He's carrying her around. Like, she's not there. That's why nobody pays attention to her. No she's one not pays there. any attention to her, which we see again, to, to some extent. This is the first time we actually see someone maybe respond to her so maybe she's one of those ghosts who uh maybe that maybe that guy sees ghosts too maybe there are people out there that do see them as well so today we're knocking out minute 25 which begins with one of the greatest remember he called himself that Mm -hmm. screeching up in front of that of a house and it ends with a slot (laughs) this is the worst it's late (laughs) And it ends with a solid floor demonstration. <laughs> solid floor demonstration. <laughs> oh, God. It's like a, the Mary Lou Retton story, suddenly. <laughs> <laughs> That's solid floor demonstration. <laughs> Her floor demonstrations were solid. Yeah. <laughs> I hope she can follow it up with a good pommel horse. <laughs> Which brings us back to nighttime shorts. <laughs> Jay, what... <laughs> I watched this like one little frame at a time. This poor friggin' dog in the back of this car. <laughs> Wait, I <laughs> yeah, the dog in the back of the car. Go ahead. I, I want to go after the dog. After the dog. First of all, why can't Rocky <laughs> park the car on the motherfucking <laughs> street? <laughs> Not only is he, he not parking, like, he, he's in the street. Like, he, he pulls it up to the curb, but the ass end of the car has got to be blocking the entire street. 
But you hear like the whole time he's doing the start and stop thing. Mm-hmm. Like you hear Buck is doing his like little <laughs> whines. But when he comes to a screech in front of the house, <laughs> there's a couple of frames where, where the dog's face is pressed up against like the back seat, <laughs> the back of Rocky's seat. You know, like dogs, you ever drive in a car with a dog, Rob? I don't know if I've ever driven a car with a dog in it, actually. Their balance is awful because mm-hmm. they obviously don't know. Like you're in the car, yeah. you know when the car's turning, so you lean into the turn. Sure. Dogs don't know that. <laughs> so you you you're in a car with a dog, you turn and the dog like flies to the other side of the car. It's just what they do. Mm-hmm. So poor Buckus, which is Rocky's actual dog, Rob. Oh, actually like Stallone's dog? Yes. I I, I said Rocky, I meant Sylvester Stallone's. That's his actual dog. Is in the backseat of the car. He's doing his herky-jerky thing all the way up the street. So he, like, speeds up and stops right in front of this house, and you see Buckus's face pressed up against the back of Rocky's seat for, like, a split second. When Rocky gets out of the car, he goes, are you okay, Buckus? Which I think is Stallone asking Buckus if he's okay, not so much Rocky. (laughs) Just just nailed the front seat. (laughs) (laughs) He's a 150-pound dog. <laughs> Not to mention the fact that the realtor is sitting in the back seat of a, two, yes. of a two-door car, two-door Trans Am with him. This is the, what we got to talk about. This is what we got to talk about because we've, we've talked this week. One of two things has happened. Either a moron in a tiger jacket called the real estate agent or just probably showed up. <laughs> was like, I want to look at some houses. He then either has a pretend wife that he had sit in the front seat, or he shoved a sex doll back there <laughs> in the front in seat. The front seat. Well, then he asked the realtor to make some space for his <laughs> human-sized dog to go look at houses. Like this is insane! You guys own houses. You didn't take your pets along with you to no. look at them. No, I didn't. <laughs> he and, and like. You would think maybe he wants to get Butkus's opinion, but he leaves Butkus in the car. <laughs> the image of... I never, I never noticed that before. <laughs> of him putting the, the sex down the front seat and, and asking the realtor to sit in the back. <laughs> Buckling in the sex doll. <laughs> oh, we're, it's Friday. <laughs> You guys call this happy hour. We say yep. we're, we, we say we're punchy. Like this oh is, man, I have a whole bunch of problems with what's happening. <laughs> First of all, where did Buckus come from? He wasn't at the car dealership. He wasn't at the fucking store where they bought the watches. Where would they pick them up? They went and got them to, before they went to the pet store. <laughs> Probably, yeah. yeah. And second, when you go for, when you go shopping, right? <laughs> so you go you go shopping for new things. Yep, no, generally. You go to the stores, <laughs> you buy new things, they put the stuff in bags, you take the bags home with you, and then, like, you always, like, my wife, like, she always comes home with all the bags. My wife. And, oh. like, <laughs> sorry. <clears throat> there's, like, fashion show where she tries on everything that she bought, and she wears it, like, oh, I bought, you know, bought this, this, or whatever. He's wearing everything that he bought in the last, like, hour. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's got the watch on, he's got the dog collar on, he's got the jacket on. Like, he's just going shopping and then just putting everything on as he's going through the day. It's like a kid. Adrian has her new jacket on. I'm sure she has her new watch on. Mm-hmm. It, it's, dude, his behavior is... 
inexplicable at this point. I don't know why they did this and made him such a like a doofus kind of character. Uh, yeah, I mean that's a good point. Like this seems like it's the same day. So they stopped home to pick up the dog to look at the houses, or maybe to, okay, they're like, let's go to the pet store. Butkus could use a new collar, and there's no way we could do it without Butkus because we want Butkus to approve of it as well. And then they're like, you know what? There's still some light left. Let's buy a place to live in, too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's the light out. (laughs) He left his house this morning and came home in a a whole different wardrobe. He bought a watch, a jacket, a car, a dog collar for his wrist, dog collar for his dog, a a jacket for his wife, and, and and a house? Or a condo. This seems like a condo, I guess. But yeah, he purchased something. This is not a rental. Well, it's for sale. It's right here. This for sale yeah, on our front. It's a presidential real estate company. Not including the uh, the dog collar. We're at about two thousand dollars of his money spent. So I mean, 2000, he's got he's got some money to play with. Way more than two thousand. Five thousand for the car. Yeah, we got the watches. Five thousand for the car. You just said he was to spend two thousand dollars. <laughs> he's but he said you should have seen sorry, how confident. No, no. Twelve thousand. You should have folks at home who are listening. You should have seen how confident it was when you look at his notebook where he has all his numbers adding up. And he's like, he ever spent two thousand dollars, and Rob's like, two thousand is way more than two thousand. Well, he, he spent five thousand on the. Uh, <laughs> on the- <laughs> and he was going to continue on. He was going to five thousand on the car, thirty six hundred on the watch. Like you, you passed. Two thousand, right? <laughs> twelve thousand. Let's see. 12, <laughs> we're at um twenty three thirteen South Lambert Street. Yeah, which also apparently. <sighs> okay, <laughs> so he just like Rocky gets out of the car. He just starts talking about bricks, mm. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then he says. The numbers almost add up to nine. They do add up to nine. Those numbers add up to nine. Why are you saying almost add up to nine? Is Rocky disabled? Like, I don't know what is happening here. And I just, like, it's just, he's so dumb this week. Dude, not, like, <clears throat> it's not just the numbers. Like, he comes out of the car and he's looking at the bricks. Like, whoa, these are nice bricks. <laughs> these are nice bricks. And then, and, then it's, and then Adrian chimes in and goes, my husband is an expert on bricks? Does she do this to, like... Make the realtor think uh, that that he's smarter than no, he is. No, no, there's no way <laughs> that the realtor's going to think that he's smarter than he is coming off. But there's also no way that she's trying to sell to the realtor that Rocky's an expert on bricks. Like he's like, like these are great bricks. They look like strong bricks, solid bricks. But then, but then the realtor goes, "Oh, they ask if the bricks are new," and the realtor goes, "Yeah, this is a solid neighborhood." What is that? Doesn't answer the question. question. He's not, he didn't say this is a solid house. It's on neighborhood. I wanted to like before before we get to the into the house. This is South Lambert Street is in South Philadelphia, and Rocky's apartment where he lives. This goes back to the Buckus thing. Did he need to bring Buckus here? He lives like blocks from the pet store. Mm-hmm. So if they were go it, like his apartment, so if they were going to go look at houses, they could have went from the pet store, got Buckus's collar, dropped him back off at that shitty apartment, mm-hmm. and then drove like the nine miles. Have Have we seen Buckus in the apartment ever? Yeah, we did when uh, when they walked in uh, after they got married. Buckus was laying on the bed and he threw him off the bed. Oh, okay, okay. Oh. I think that that might have been the only time. So he says these numbers almost add up to nine, which they do add up to nine. <laughs> also, what a weird, like, do you guys, okay, quickly, 
What does your address numbers add up to? Do you know the answer? I don't, because that's not how I think about stuff when I see that. I don't see an address and go, if I add all the numbers. Well, I'll have you know that my address numbers add up to nine. What's your address number? Nine. (laughs) (laughs) I went, um, when I... Ours add up to 15, I guess, but I never thought about that. Like, that was not a thing that was ever in my... And why does he say these numbers add up to nine? It's a good omen. Have anybody heard of this omen? Hold on. Oh. I'll get to the omen. Ooh. I'll get to the omen mm. to answer Rob's question. When when me and my wife, my wife, <laughs> you know what, that's another thing. Thanks to you that I can't say normally. <laughs> <laughs> we, me and my wife were looking for our first house. Um, our realtor showed us this one house. The number is one two three, which adds up to almost six. Almost six. Almost six. <laughs> and uh, she said that that was a good omen. Uh, Who said that? My realtor. She's dead of now. Of course she should. Well, it's not very not a very good omen then. <laughs> not for her. But of course she's going to say it's a good omen. She wants you to buy the house. It was also eleven years ago. Did she die because her pants were on fire? <laughs> <laughs> um. So I looked. I looked up. Uh, is the number nine a good omen? Mm-hmm. Right. And what I found was a uh, article on. Well, it's a Wikipedia on Chinese numerology, which says that the numbers six, eight, and nine are generally considered to be auspicious. So after that, I looked up what the word auspicious means. In the Urban Dictionary or the regular dictionary? <laughs> oh, I stuck to the regular dictionary on that one. Okay. Uh, it means favorable. It means favorable. So the number nine is a favorable in the Chinese culture. So what it says is the number nine was historically associated with the emperor of China, and the number was frequently used in matters relating to the emperor before the establishment of the imperial examinations. Blah, 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 blah. Um, while the nine familiar, familial exterminations was one of the harshest punishments the emperor sentenced, the emperor's robes often hung, no, nope, often had... I can't even Jesus. read now. The emperor's You look like you're like Rocky during the commercials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like Rocky. Uh, often had it, the emperor's robes often had nine dragons. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, Chinese mythology held that the dragon has nine children. Also, mm-hmm. the number nine sounds like long lasting, as it is said in China. China, Chinese. Now, now knowing what you know. I, I don't know anything based well, on that. No, but I'm, knowing what you know about Rocky, you, do you think he was into Chinese mythology? No. <laughs> no, but he's not wrong. What about six? What's so good about six? It's like That's nine, like, but upside down. You ask, and I deliver. The number six in Mandarin sounds like slick or smooth. Oh. In Cantonese, six sounds like good fortune or happiness. Therefore, six is considered a good number for business. Hmm. Oh, well, there you go. Open for business. So I don't like <clears throat> what anything um, I just said. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like what the character. What and you know, this is going back. I know I just expressed my displeasure uh, last minute or minute before about the direction of Rocky's, like how he's acting here, mm-hmm. and this just continues it. Like he walk up the stairs and like. Oh, I like his mailbox. It's a nice mailbox. Look at this sign. It almost says it's a nice, a good omen. Look at these floor. Oh, what a nice house. What a nice... Like, acting like a complete fucking idiot. Like, why did he... Why did they take this route with him? And I'm just repeating myself, but this is just more illustration of my point. 
he he does suggest putting a punching bag in the middle of the living room in front of the window. Hey, put a punching bag here, you know. Like, what are you doing? What is wrong with you? Don't buy a new place where the only place to put the punching bag is in front of the nice area to sit. He does end up putting a punching bag, but in the basement where it belongs. Yeah, where it belongs. Do you know the, uh, this house was sold in 2013 for $128,000? Hmm. Oh. But it was marketed as like Rocky and Adrian's house. Mm-hmm. I asked uh, our good friend, Mike Kunda, I asked him, because he's the uh, the Philadelphia uh, expert, where this area of Philly is. Because it's, it's, it's far. It's far from like the shit neighborhood where Rocky's apartment is. This isn't South Philly. According to Mike, it's like the middle to upper middle class neighborhood. And in 2013, it still only sold for $128,000. Wow. So. wow. I mean, that's... that's f- you know, I mean that that could be an effect from recession too. Yeah, I guess potentially still. But the, 2013, I'm trying to. It's about five years after recession hit or started. Yeah, I bought my house in, in my first house in 2007 when the market was at its absolute peak, and I paid. Neat. That's the best time. <laughs> no, out of my ass for a house that wasn't worth it. Uh, but carry on. <laughs> you guys know about the realtor. Uh, I don't. He looks familiar. He looks like one of those. Like he looks like a that guy in movies. Is he? You might have seen him. He he's a that guy here and there, but he was actually assistant director on a ton of films. Okay. Uh, he was the first assistant director. What's his name, by the way? Oh, sorry, Jerry Zeismer. Zeismer. Z-I-E-S-M-E-R. Jerry Zeismer, we'll call him. Zeismer, that sounds right. He was the first assistant director here on Rocky 2. He was assistant director on 46 films and TV shows between 1970 and 2000. Some of the notables we have are Close Encounters of the Third Kind, Apocalypse Now, in which he had a small acting part as uh, Jerry. Oh, Jerry. (laughs) Everybody knows Jerry in Apocalypse Now. Uh, History of the World Part 1. He was uh, AD on Annie, Scarface, and Short Circuit. I love Short Circuit. Some kind of wonderful Midnight Run, Say Anything. Singles. Singles. Remember Mm -hmm. Singles? I love that movie. Uh, And Jerry Maguire, in which he also acted in. Oh, he also had a small part in uh, Say Anything. Uh, Catnip. (laughs) <laughs> i think rob just had a stroke everybody that's what i feel like whenever someone says the title of that movie that's that what everyone's role should be oh say anything <laughs> you cast for the ghost <laughs> you literally just said anything <laughs> god damn it <laughs> See, we here on the East Coast, we have less boring games than that. Yeah. <laughs> Midwest, you got to find ways to entertain yourself. Um, a very popular movie uh, called Almost Famous, yeah. which he also produced. So Jerry Zeismer has got some some chops behind him. I mean, if he's that guy in anything, it would be uh, in Apocalypse Now, say, <laughs> that movie with John Cusack. 
yep. or Jerry Maguire. He's got a he's got a face that's recognizable. I feel like that's it. I don't I don't know if that's on right, but he's got like a you know a, a a memorable face. It's too bad he stole that coat from Columbo. <laughs> <laughs> or if I can borrow, Phelps. yes, <laughs> I was Phelps just gonna say Impos- Mission Impossible. Yeah, Jim Phelps. And so those flasher coats were big during this era. Flasher coats and serial killers, big era in like 72 through like 91. You guys ever seen a flasher in real life? You're, you're police officers. No, that doesn't exist. They don't, flashers aren't around? There's masturbators. What's the difference? Oh, masturbators just masturbate? Yeah, they'll, they'll sit in their car and crank off or, uh, or sit in their um, like, uh, picture window in their house and just beat <laughs> off to... Whoever's walking by. Well, well, hey, what's what's the legality of that when you're in your own house? The legality is if uh, <laughs> if you are doing it as like a display. Yeah. I mean, if you're doing it and you're in private and somebody happens to see you, then yeah. then no problem. But if you're doing it in front of a window, mm-hmm. sure, as a display where you're intending people to see you, then that's a that's not okay. Yeah, that's not okay. But the, the idea of like someone in a trench coat just be like, bah! that doesn't happen anymore. Uh, does it ever really happen? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I feel like flasher is the big thing. Like, everyone knows what a flasher is. I think that's less that's less of an issue than jacking off in front of a window. <laughs> <laughs> I think flashers uh, need to make a comeback. I don't think I, I don't even know if that's a crime. Maybe you guys, disorderly persons type of thing, but lewdness is like yeah. Like, but I um, think lewdness has to have a component of gratification for yourself. I can't walk around with a trench coat and just open up my trench coat to people on the street and be naked. Harassment? Is harassment? I think it would be either a dis- like a disorderly conduct or harassment type of thing because we had one where the guy was in his car and his pants were down, but he wasn't doing anything to himself. And we called the prosecutor and they, she said there's, there's nothing, only disorderly conduct. So if I drive my car naked... Is that illegal? Is that legal? Oh, you can get like a disorderly person's offense, but in terms of a, okay. of a lewdness type of thing, I think you have to be. If you're going to end up on the Megan's Law list, it has to be some sort of gratification. Well, saying? you can get the, if you expose yourself on the street to a child, you can get like a child endangerment. Well, it's a child thing. That's different. Listen, my my kid's name doesn't start with A. <laughs> He's safe. That. We learned that Amber and Adam, Aaron, Aaron, Alice. Don't name your kid. Something that starts letter A. They start at the top. What's the? They start at the top. That's where pedophiles start. What was the smart girl's name? Was it Amanda? Amanda. Oh, uh. Was it uh, Elizabeth? Elizabeth Smart. smart. Whatever. That one. Girl, one of the people getting out of prison. She's all over the news today. Not today. <laughs> Amber Alert could have been the title of the first Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very popular name after that. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Where were we? I'm sorry. No, no, no. You're fine. We're, we're at uh, Copper Plumbing. Copper Plumbing. That's. Did you guys ever ask that question when you were looking at a house? No, but you know, like I got a little confused because um, copper 
It depends on where you're talking about, because all what like hot and cold waters run through copper pipe. But it, like when I think of plumbing, I think of like waste disposal, and that's all done like nowadays through PVC. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know what it was back then, but like I, I looked at, um, I tried to look up copper plumbing in these style houses back then. Like I found that this neighborhood was built in like the 1920s, and uh. You know, like all water tubing was copper. I guess that's what she's referring to because. Yeah, what's the alternative if it's like pre copper? Oh my God. I, I, what did they make pipe out of back then? Cement? I don't know. Like, I, I before I read the script, I thought she was just asking, does this have plumbing? Like, does this have good pipes or something? And I was like, that's a weird question. Like, because Rocky takes big old dumps. <laughs> it does seem like a like an odd question or something That's like... That's her first question. That's her first question. Which goes into the next statement. Like, he says the house is supported with steel, and he pounds on that, that support there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All these row houses in Philadelphia, which go back to well into the, the 1800s, what I found was this particular neighborhood was like the night built in the 1920s. But back then, like, these row houses were built with efficiency in mind. So they use, like, the most affordable materials. They, uh, like, all the, the plumbing systems were actually ran through the same line. So they didn't have to, like, do separate public plumbing systems. So everything was run through the same line to, like, a, like a common uh, output, which I, I can't even imagine how disgusting that was. But steel was expensive back then, so none of these houses were reinforced with steel. Like that's ridiculous. The only the only places that were built with steel were big warehouses or mm-hmm. or um, like areas that span that span like a a long way. So they needed to have like a steel frame to hold up the walls. But absolutely not a house. But all these all these houses were built with with wood floors. That means anything. solid oak. I don't know if they were nice solid, solid oak. Solid oak. Yeah. Wood floors are nice. Wood floors are nice. Now, this was one of the rare instances where the interiors of the house were filmed in the house where the exteriors were filmed. Oh, so this is the same place. I was wondering about that. Yes, most, actually almost all of the interiors in the whole first film were filmed in Los Angeles. Uh Now, you see this, Jay. Like, Does that look familiar to you at all? No, there's no solid oak floors. Well, it's covered in carpet. I, there, I actually I looked up the, um, the realtor.com uh, listing for this and mm-hmm. yeah I mean like this is this is definitely the the same house definitely the same house you even have the basement where Rocky hangs his uh, mm-hmm. boxing bag later boxing bag that's probably not what it's called punching bag punching bag yeah I think the uh, solid oak floors is where we end the real estate agent barely acknowledges Adrian uh, he does answer the plumbing question, though. Well, kind of. He kind of does. Not really, though. What's, the, what, what's his answer to her question? I was left a call. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's had enough, clearly. Uh, you know, which I think is the end of the minute anyway. So, <laughs> so we'll wait for Rob to. Uh, I did it, and I you're, my recording is just has me just being like, "God damn, slut whore!" 
<laughs> All right. You know how I know it's a slut? Because you don't have class. <laughs> I love a good callback. <laughs> All, right. All right, Rob. Go ahead and plug whatever you want. Plug them all. Or done. Okay. Yeah, we're um, done. <laughs> uh, you you should if you want to start from the beginning, you should go to Tombstone Minute. We talk about the uh, movie Tombstone Minute by Minute. Went on a Titanic Minute. We talk about that. That's 195 episodes. That's a lot for you to do. If you're like, I don't have time for that, Rob. Give me something shorter. You should check out our new podcast called A Free Podcast. You can check it out at afreepodcast.com. And we talk about a movie every single week around a certain theme. First season, if you've listened to this week, you know it is about fail sons. So check it out. That should be releasing around the time this comes out. Check it out. Check it out. Steve Brule. Dr. Steve Brule. <laughs> While you're checking that out, in between episodes, you can check us out. Go to DuelingGenre.com, where you're going to find minute-by-minute shows, like Back to the Future Minute, Cornetto Minute, Disney Animation, Minute Essentials, Ferris Bueller's Minute, Harry Potter, Jane Silent Bob, Lord of the Rings, Spider-Man, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and Toy Story. I'm going to shout out Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, because uh, uh, one of their hosts, Rachel, is a big fan of Titanic Minute, so check that show out. Any friend of Titanic is a friend of ours. That's right. Uh, they have original series, like I, I mentioned earlier, Geek by Night and Immunities. Uh, they have a uh, doctor's companion they call it. It's the Doctor Who podcast. Having a Friend for Dinner is a Hannibal Lecter podcast. Protagonist podcast. It's a uh, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's a podcast? It sure is. <laughs> wow. With an RSS feed and everything? <laughs> they talk about the great uh, protagonists throughout literature and movies and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, check all that out. Pete and Alex from StarWarsMinute.com. Thank you, guys. Thank everybody. Thank you, Rob, especially for showing up this week. Yes, thank you. Thanks, guys. This was awesome. Well, <laughs> let your listeners decide that. <laughs> I hope our listeners stick around after this week. Nowhere to go but up. That's what uh, that's what they say about old nighttime shorts over there. <laughs> <laughs> Me and nighttime shorts are signing off for the week. Everybody have a fantastic weekend, and we'll see you on the next Rocky Minute. What are we waiting for? Take this! Listen, it's Friday. Your brain's a bit relaxed. <laughs> it's way relaxed. It's yeah. relaxed normally. I've I've got some IPAs in me. I've got uh, about four hours of Rocky in me. <laughs> 12,000. I'm sorry. Do you think Adrian had a total of four hours of Rocky inside her during her life? <laughs>